The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. You're listening to Common Debauchery with your hosts, The Nightmare and Rotten Jack. (laughs) Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult listeners only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am The Nightmare, joined by Rotten Jack. It is Halloween week, and we are here doing the thing that we do a couple days later than usual, but we're still getting it done. What's up, RJ? How we doing, bud? Life gets in the way sometimes, man. Yeah, I had to uh, had to do some filling in on Two Point, which I ended up doing with, uh, with the quote king of the artist or the, the podcast formerly known as the Producers. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute, but that's what took up our usual Tuesday recording time. I played football Monday night, uh, yesterday. I don't remember what the hell. Oh, yesterday I was exhausted. So we didn't end up doing it. And here we are. So Thursday night recording session of common debauchery. We are here. We are active. We are live. Cool. Not live, but I said all live, but okay. Oh yeah. Alive. Sure. I bet. Early. Yeah. Um, I'm dead. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm dead. So we are doing. In, I mean, we we talked about killers yesterday, uh, or yesterday, last week. Wow, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those. We talked about um, movie killers and their body counts last week. And then, later in the week, the two of us sat down and watched the end of an era. Yep. We sat and we watched the end of Halloween yep literally titled halloween ends so i'm gonna tell you right now spoiler alert if you haven't seen it um wait to listen to the rest of this episode because we're gonna talk about it for better or for worse we're gonna talk about it yeah now the two of us um yeah or you might be listening saying like doesn't that like this sounds like something more like shouldn't this be a, a an episode of the producers and it is with sadness uh it is with sadness in my heart that uh we have officially moved on from the producers um just uh, speaking of life getting in the way austin having a brand new child at home and then taking on a new job as well uh the new job has hours that aren't really overly conducive for us getting it done he's been very busy working a lot of hours and then when he's at home, obviously, he's taking care of a kid. I have a new job, which makes recording a little bit more difficult for me as well. Those two things put together, uh, the producers, great run, 30-some uh, episodes over the course of a, little a year, over, a little over a year. And we had a lot of fun doing it. Actually, I think it was closer to 40 episodes by the time we really got done. But, um, you know, it took us a minute to get get our legs under us and get going consistently. Then we did for a while, and then life got in the way. and. Uh, unfortunately it was just something we we both agreed that instead of trying to keep doing it or doing it half-assed it was better to not do it at all so in honor of the producers and in honor of halloween and in the honor of the michael myers saga 
specifically this timeline. Yeah, th- it's not done forever. Like they'll wait a few years, they'll make another goddamn Halloween movie, and all will be right with the world. Correct. Uh, you know, because there are we we used to say on the producers all the time, uh, there are no new ideas in Hollywood. They just keep rehashing the old stuff and try to make more money off old names. And I'm sure they'll do it again. Uh, but we are in homage, in, in homage to all of those things. We are talking about Halloween ends, the end of the Michael Myers. And what the hell's her name? Laurie Strode saga. Laurie Strode saga. Um, so now correct me if I'm wrong. This was how the original Halloween movie, like yep. Halloween, the, the OG Halloween one. Then the 2018 Halloween, yeah, by the same title, yes. Then Halloween kills, yep, and now Halloween ends. You are correct. Okay, so you know what was the original plot line behind the original Halloween? It's been so long since I've seen it, and I've I I, I feel like I get it confused with the. Uh, like the Rob Zombie version and some of the other versions and timelines that are out there that I, I think I've lost track. So what was the original OG? What was that late eighties that came out? 1978. Oh Jesus. So late seventies. What was the original plot line behind Halloween one? Uh, Michael Myers kills his sister when he's six years old, spends the rest of his life or the next 15 years in a mental institution uh, escapes the mental institution and just starts killing people. And that's really all you needed back then. That was, that was seventies horror in a nutshell. And then. So, so take us, take me back through 2018's Halloween. How do they reintroduce him then? Uh, basically it ends with like the end of, uh, the original Halloween where Michael, um, gets shot and captured for basically, they kind of reimagined like the very, very ending of the original Halloween a little bit, um, that, uh, they actually captured Michael Myers um was because that kind of like played off to like they had the opportunity to put a gun to his head and they were going to shoot him and then they decided not to was that that one yes okay yes and no um it's been a while since i've actually seen the original halloween i don't remember them like attempting to even capture him because technically they came out with you know halloween 2 right after so like the ending of the original Halloween was the start of Halloween two, where he went and was like hunting Lori down in the hospital. But none of that matters because in the current timeline that they're using Halloween two, three, four, five, six, seven, H two O resurrection. Those didn't fucking, those don't count. Those don't exist. Um, but you know, they kind of reinvented the end of the original Halloween. They capture Michael Myers. They send him back to, the mental institution and then 40 years later it picks up with old man 40 year old or technically 61 year old because he was 21 in uh, the original Halloween so 61 year old Michael Myers uh, at the start of the 2018 Halloween gotcha 
And then, uh, of course, that whole movie goes through, and then they bring out Halloween Kills, which um, the the I, I thought all of them were very good. Um, yeah. The only thing, like Halloween Kills, I, I had my I had my issues with the ending, mostly because of the. I mean, I understand you were basing this off something from the seventies. But it's 2022, or and and technically, like it was 2019, 18, 18. So that, tec- that whole tec- thing one night. Technically, Halloween and Halloween Kills is the same night, correct? So, really, my big issue is you had like they're they're hunting this dude down, and the girl and her boyfriend go into the go into the house, and they're like, "All right, let's stick together. Let's like, like me and you, we got this." And then, and then immediately split up. Yeah. Like they walk upstairs and the, the only, the only, the only thing in the world that has plot lines and plot devices as dumb as this or dumber is probably porn. <laughs> Doing step bro. So like, I, I just, I don't know. I like, that's the only thing that is, that is equally as dumb. Is like, hi, ma'am. I have your pizza. Cool. I don't have any money to pay you. Let me. I did you into my bedroom. Pizza. Like, oh, hey, there's a plumber coming over. I'm wearing a sundress and nothing else. <laughs> Awkward. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, it's like this. Like, oh, let's walk upstairs. I have a shotgun. You have two pistols. Let like let's stick together. Top of the stairs. He goes right. She goes left. <laughs> And then she walks into a room where she sees one of the guys who lives in the house nailed to a dresser with knives, not knife, not a couple, like 12. And she puts the fucking shotgun she down, puts the shotgun down and not like next to her. Like she puts the shotgun down and then walks over to the dude who's dead, pulls out a knife realizes he really is he dead dead and then here's like a thud in the other room and steps over the shotgun with the knife in her hand to go investigate not for nothing yeah. when you do stuff like that in a horror movie you deserve to die pretty much yet she survived yes yes her uh her plot boyfriend. plot armor plot her, armor her, her boyfriend did not well, no, plot armor. She was Laurie Strode's granddaughter, so plot armor. Right. So she comes out, and they end up like they end up leg- like legitimately capturing Michael Myers again. And yeah, because they did the right thing, and like forty townspeople ganged up, started whooping and just his ass, not one at a time, all together putting the boots to him like i believe the phrase they use is gang stomping like yeah just a good old-fashioned gang stomp and then they stop they stop they just like okay we're good well no they stopped so one guy could walk up with a fucking pistol like a goddamn desert eagle or like a 44 mag right, uh, he was the guy who was going to do it at the end like when they kind of retooled the end of the first of like the original movie he was the guy who was going to pull the trigger on that yeah 
So now he's like, oh, I'm going to have my chance now. And I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do the thing I should have done all those years ago. And he didn't. And now like, yeah, stands there, waits way too damn long. Yep. And just gets hacked. And then after learning that the gang beatdown worked, they abandon it. And they kung fu style it one on one. Yeah, like like the like the bad the bad martial arts movie where like a group of thugs surrounds people and he the guy's like looking, 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 and then one dramatic head look, and then that guy he just looked at comes. And then another dramatic head look. And the guy he looked at comes like, and they all just get hacked and slashed and everything else. And Michael gets away, which sets this tone, which sets the stage for Halloween ends, which then begins with another flashback to a different night of a young man babysitting a young child. The kid wants to watch a horror movie. The guy trying to be the cool babysitter is like, sure, cool, great. Then he starts thinking better of it. The kid started acting like an a-hole. And then the kid, like the guy goes into the kitchen to make a snack or whatever. And he comes like he hears like something thump, some like a, a, a light falls and all this other stuff. And like weirdly, like the knife he was using in the kitchen went missing. And they're really setting the tone for a Michael Myers appearance. Except he like he goes up into the attic, the kid lock like closes the door and, and locks it behind him, and the dude freaking out because he's now scared because he's in a big gigantic house, which I, like everybody in this town lives in a house that's way too big for what this town actually looks like, right? And in an attempt to get out, he kicks the door over and over and over again, and as the parents walk in, coming back from their weird like almost seemed like a swingers party. Did, did you get that vibe too? No, I, I definitely, it felt like that we're going to go and try to save our marriage type party. And they walk into the door, like hearing this, like, you know, the, the, the guy screaming, let me out, let me out the kid laughing. And then you hear him say, I'm going to kill you, kicks the door. And the kid gets hit by the door, flies over the railing and falls to his death in front of his parents. Okay. A couple things about that. Number one, the way the body bounced off the fucking ground when the kid hit, I fucking loved it. It it seemed somewhat realistic. Yeah. People bounce when you fall from height. Like it, to a certain it, extent, you, you do bounce a little bit. Well, I mean, you do go splat, but there is also a little bit of bounce. Uh, so that was fucking fantastic. I mean, you both looked at each other and we're like, God damn, that's how we're starting this movie. Killing a fucking kid like that. Yeah. All right. I'm in like, holy fuck. Yeah. That is one of the things that like, even like a, like a lot of horror movies won't really do kill kids is like, I mean, you might be like 14, 15, 16. You're on the list. You hit like that 13 and underage group and they usually kind of find a way to spare you. Yeah, this was not the case. This kid was like 10. Yeah. And got dropped from like a third story balcony. And and then like the the movie plot armor that the parents relationship fell apart and the they end up it ends up being a thing where it was because they were blaming like the like the wife 
slash mom was blaming the babysitter and the husband slash father was like, you know, he was a kid. It was a mistake. Like, you know, he didn't, he didn't intend to kill our child. Like it was a tragic mistake. Like if anything, the little shit deserved it. He wanted to play fuck, fuck games. Yeah. Stupid game, stupid prizes. Like, uh, the one thing that bothered me about it though, is that kid was not very tall. Okay, so that was a standard like four foot fucking railing. Okay, this is where like continuity, like when I sit down and think about it, like shit bothers me because that's a standard like four foot railing that you like up by code you have to have. Yeah, and it's not like uh, and this kid was maybe four, four and a half foot tall. He's 10. How tall is a 10 year old? Right. You're telling me. That when he kicked that fucking door open, he kicked that kid, like pushing him backwards against the railing. Cool. I can understand if they would have had the kid go through the railing, like That's what exactly show the railing saying. break. I okay. I'm all for it. But the railing is fully intact when like they show the picture of like looking up and like the kid going over. Um, You're going to tell me that this four foot whatever kid who's maybe six inches taller than the railing itself all of a sudden got lifted like probably had to be at least two feet off the ground to go up and over the fucking railing right like that 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 physics ain't physicking for me yeah the the science on that doesn't quite shake that well, math ain't mathing buddy but that this is this is how they start the movie and then it's the last kill we see till the halfway point of the movie. And like, you know, th- this kid ends up being like your, your unsuspected hero for a minute where he comes out and like, you know, he, it, it turns out like he wasn't really, he wasn't charged because it was, no, an they realized it was an accident. accident. Yeah. Um, you know, but he, like the townspeople turn on him. And they, you know, he ends up dealing with people being assholes. And at one point, like a group of kids from the high school that he went to, which he is presumably, presumably, presumably graduated from are harassing him. And the worst part is right, because they they picked the band nerds, like the marching band kids were picking on him. And they tried to make it seem like the marching band kids were like these cool, like jock slash gang members somehow it was that was a really weird like that was really weird but like the one kid just always twirling a drumstick and stuff and like they're always wearing their band jackets and like one of them's always got band pants on and yeah it's just it, it's it's ridiculous but you know they're picking on him and stuff and he like you can tell he's got a little bit of anger to him and you know then laurie strode comes over and you know sh- shoes him away and you know they they walk into the store and then she pulls out this fucking boot knife and it's just like, so do you want to do it or do I, or do you want me to? And he, the kid like slashes their, what the white walls on their, like this old car that this kid, this old convertible, this kid's driving. It, one of the weirdest parts of the movie to me. Yeah. The whole, like the band nerds that are normally the ones that get the shit kicked out of them and like made fun of like them being the bullies was a really weird twist that like, I didn't get it. Like, if they wanted to make it, like, they should have made it like the typical, like, all right, these are like the jocks, these are the, the, the basketball team or the football team. You okay, don't, you don't even. But need the to fucking, have, 
just have them be a group of kids. They don't need a shtick. They don't need a gimmick. Right. But like, to like to slap the band geek. I mean, you, you like shtick on it. Like basically come on the 2022 version of the spirit squad picking on this kid. Right. Like, it was ridiculous. You know, yeah, it was. It was weird. And it's funny because the dynamic of that group shifted quite a bit. So um, basically the like, not to break the entire movie down, like scene by scene, but he this this nerdy dude who's getting picked on ends up um, being taken into the hospital where uh, his name's Corey, by the way. Okay, so Cor- Corey gets taken into the hospital where uh, Lori Stroud's granddaughter works as, I believe, a PA. Either a PA or a nurse, one of the two. She looks like a nurse. And she ends up like prepping him to get his hand stitched up because uh, like he anger, like like anger Hulk smashed a Yoohoo bottle. And no, when they uh when the, the band geeks were picking on him, they pushed him to the ground and like they slapped the Yoohoo bottle out of his hand and when he they pushed him to the ground, his hand landed on the broken I, bottle. I thought he like okay whatever one way or the other he he cut his hand he ends up at the hospital and Lori's granddaughter ends up like prepping him to be patched up by the doctor somewhat on purpose you know Lori did it because she's like oh he's kind of cute and you know my granddaughter's single like and super fucking cute so they end up hitting it off they end up going out and he tries being like listen you don't want to be seen with me like I'm bad juju. She's like, it's like she goes, oh, it's, it's Halloween. Like you're all you got to do is just wear a, uh, you know, wear a mask. Nobody will know it's you. Not only do they go to a bar where like a couple people kind of recognize him, but the mom of the kid that he kills is sitting at the bar getting shit faced. Yeah, conveniently just happens to be there. And again, they they play this off like it's a one horse town that is so small everybody knows everybody, and they play that off by like by Lori by Lori walking around and people being like. You you know you antagonized him and you came in and now my sister can't walk and like you brought your mom like you couldn't let the boogeyman just leave like you you cut you taunted him you brought him back like she didn't bring shit back like the the goddamn like podcast team that went to interview Michael Myers or attempt to interview Michael Myers were the ones and then plus it was um his current doctor at the uh, asylum that like orchestrated his entire fucking breakout uh, from the prison transport in the 2018 Halloween that like caused him to go back to Haddonfield. Like Lori had nothing to fucking do with that. Right. But again, people in this small little podunk ass town are like, this is your fault. And they go, it, it, this, this, the, the, the size of the town fluctuates in my opinion. Like there's times they try to make it seem like, you know, a small town of 500 people. And then like other times it's like a, a small like city almost. And, you know, depending on how many people they want in the scene, like, you know, the, the hospital scene from Halloween kills, there's thousands of people, thousands yeah. hunting him down. And then like, oh, it's like this one, this one horse town with one watering hole that this mom of this kid that you killed just happens to be getting shit faced who then Later on, you get taken back to that bar to meet the kid's dad who's shooting pool there, but they're divorced and they don't talk to each other anymore. Right. It's, but they, but it's they a very weird. Yeah. 
very very weird and so and again this is a good chunk there's like half the movie and we haven't talked about michael yeah at this point we're yeah we're 45 minutes to an hour into like an hour and 50 minute movie and we still haven't seen michael myers so now this dude is at this bar the mom comes at him he loses his shit blames her uh, blames the granddaughter who what's her name again nicole the granddaughter yeah that's a good question i don't know off the top of my head i know the actress's name but for some reason i don't know the character's name so anyway he blames her basically like i tried telling you i can't like that i like this was not wasn't a good idea and blah 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 storms out goes walking home and enter the nerds sorry the band geeks sorry the bullies yeah who all hop out of the car and the kid like tries this half-ass apology and you told me his name what's the character's name again Corey. Corey. and all of a sudden Corey pulls a knife and he's like i'll kill you meanwhile the two girls in the car because this group of four is two dudes and two girls the two girls are like kind of staying back and the one girl's like knock it off and they end up like pushing this kid over the railing it circa kind of what happened to him when he like when the kid fell over the railing yeah like the kid fell three stories this dude fell off a bridge to like the underpass below didn't seem like a very tall one like no probably no but it was far enough that they thought he might have died right like that was the conversation was like oh my god is he dead like oh, we gotta go check. We gotta see if he's okay. Like, what if he? What if he's dead? What if he's dying? And like, I didn't like. You know, why? Why do I have to check? I was just defending myself. Like, you pushed him. You saw that. I didn't push anything. You know, you know, what, like, and all of a sudden, both girls are like, "No, this is stupid. Like, knock it off. Like, we got. Like, we gotta go." They get in the car. They leave, and this dude's body gets dragged by an unseen entity. Mm-hmm. He then comes to in like a sewer. It kind of looked like where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used to live in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle live action movie. You actually, you actually made a reference to that while we were watching it. Like he's going to be a Ninja Turtle. I did. That's exactly what I said. Because at that point we hadn't seen Michael Myers, so I thought we'd like might see Michelangelo. It, it was worth a shot, right? I, I was waiting for Master Splinter to show up at that point. You know. Yeah, yeah and my man's wandering around. All of a sudden, he like he's about to leave. And like you saw, so like there he's walking around and you kind of like you see Jason, sorry, Michael, um sitting like like through a crack, you see him. And all of a sudden he goes like Corey goes to leave and he like stops and goes back. And all of a sudden he's being choked by Mike Myers. And they lock eyes. There's this weird like flashback scene or like kind of like mind meld i don't even know what the fuck yeah, it, it, was. it was it was weird like it went back to like the kid dying like him like the kid getting killed and then like some of michael's kills from the other movies and stuff and all of a sudden it breaks and he runs out of the tunnel and some random homeless dude who's been in like three scenes to this point accosts the kid with the knife that he had pulled on the band geeks the night before and is like why did he let you go? Why did he let you go? Other people go in there. Nobody ever comes out. Why did you come out? Why did he let you go? And like Corey ends up stabbing the homeless guy kind of defending himself. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so that's body number two of the show. 
and we were sitting here talking just last just or two days prior about the body count for the movie or for for my for michael myers there are now two bodies in this that don't count for him because he didn't yeah yeah and like again halfway through the movie we had just seen michael myers the movie and the plot and everything was fine like it, like it really wasn't bad and then they really started picking it up right so this Corey kid ends up like going back to Lori's house, talking to the granddaughter, like it, it seems like he wants to tell her, but he ends up just like telling the true story of like what happened to the kid. Right. She tells this true story of what happened the year before with, or like a few years prior with Michael, with Mike Myers. And they have this like weird, let's get out of town together yeah but like moment but at first they're like hey i killed somebody hey a murderous jackass is chasing has been chasing my family for 40 years want to bang right yeah <laughs> like it's, it's the weirdest thing to like mold a relationship out of but they do it and as it turns out they end up like he, like Corey ends up living a double life because he's living this life with her and they're hanging out and dating. But then like at night he's like going and killing people. Yeah. And like he shows up to her house the next morning with like new cuts and bruises because he's not tough. He's not like anything crazy. Like the like there's a cop that's hitting on her at one point. He like lures this cop to the underpass, lures him into the tunnel. And basically, like, feeds him to Michael, who can barely, like, raise his arm at the time. And he's like, show me how to do it. Show me how to do it. And then he has to, like, help Mike Myers, who took on an entire town of people, was losing to this, like, Paul Blart mall cop looking dude. Right. Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, listen, like, there, we don't got to recap the entire movie, but, like. The kills in the movie were great. Okay. But the fact that 99% of them were not Michael were, were fucking, it, it, it was fucking atrocious. Like, I didn't want to see Corey Cunningham killing people. Like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, the, the, the further removed from it I'm getting, the more irritated I am at the movie, like the plot was fine, it whatever. But like, I was like, I'm just at the point now where I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you guys advertise this is like, this is the end. This is the final showdown between Lori and Michael. Uh, not only should that movie have been a complete and total fucking bloodbath right from the start, which they could have kept the exact same opening with Corey kicking that kid over the balcony. I'm fine with that. But like that entire movie needed to be an entire bloodbath from the start. Not like what do we count a total of like 10 kills, 11 kills in the entire movie. And only four of them were Michael three, three were Michael. Yeah, that's right. Like, I'm sorry that like, yes, were the kills good? Yeah, they really were. Like, you know. So like but they I made mean, they made Michael look like such a bitch. Well, and like he went from 
again, could barely raise his arm and getting his ass kicked by Paul Blart Malkop, which I, I made a comment about before before that dude even died. There was a point where he's in the diner when like he's hitting on the girl in front of Corey. And he's like, he looks and he's like, they look back at the table and it's him. Three other dudes that look just like him, like this wannabe, like, like the, I, I, I wish I was in law enforcement starter pack, like the high and tight haircut. Yeah. Uh, like the polo or t-shirt tucked in to the duty, like the, to the BDU style pants with the two inch leather belt with the, um, the pull through style uh, belt and combat boots. And like one guy's got like aviators hung off his. And then there's one, one dude who like, oh, and they're all like in weird forms of kind of in shape. And then there's one dude who looks like he probably was like the, the sergeant lieutenant who actually looked like he was a cop. And he's like, he hangs out with those dudes because he's known them forever, but he's like the real cop hanging out with like, I don't yeah, know. these, these cops, like they looked like the worst of the worst mall cops that like, if fucking mall security was like running after you, like, oh, you need to give us your information. Be like, what authority do you have? Like, like you're, fuck you're, I do. Like, you don't. You have no authority. Like, I'm just gonna walk away, and you really can't do shit about it. Like, you can't fucking. Away. I'm gonna walk away. The best you can do is pull out your cell phone, call nine one one, and be like, I asked them to give to provide identification, and they told me no. And the real cops are gonna be like, I don't care. Right. Exactly. Call, call me when there's forty kids brawling at the mall. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's how that's gonna happen yearly here but uh-huh. i digress yeah so uh it's it just it, it's funny because the whole thing like that dude beating up mike myers to it to, to like to to some extent and then Corey having to jump in to help and like make it happen and then the very next time we see him Corey's killing some dude like he's killing the doctor who patched up his hand and is trying to go after the other like the nurse who got the charge nurse position over his girlfriend yeah because she's banging the doctor she like sees it locks the door now he can now he can't get through a locked glass door right now i will i, I did want to back up just a second i did like the way they did that like him killing the doctor where like the girl like heard something outside and like like opened the door and walked outside and you kind of figured you were going to see Michael standing like in the fucking corner somewhere. But then like just in the yeah, shadows, dude. in the shadows behind, you just see Corey like on the ground with this dude. Like, like he's almost in like a rear naked choke with this doctor. Yeah. And he's just like going to town, stabbing him in the neck. Yeah. And like, but it's, it's in the shadows. It's in the dark. So you can just kind of see the silhouettes. Yeah, you could ju- just barely see it. It was actually very artistically well done. I love that. Yeah. And then, you know, from there, she locks herself in the house and he like can't break through these glass doors. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, like with one hand and minimal effort, I could have pulled through these locked doors and worst case scenario, there's a, there were enough things outside. Like you could have thrown something through the glass doors. Instead, he's like pounding on them while she's about to call the cops. Right. I mean, you could have got like, a three-step running start and shoulder charge didn't gone right through probably right and then like but then here comes michael to save the day who picks this girl up with 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 the arm he could he couldn't really lift the last time we saw him and he just like holds her up by her neck against the wall and then just slowly punches plunges a knife into her chest deep enough that it now 
nails her to the wall with a knife. I've always wanted to know, like, what the fuck are those knives made out of that? Like, not not only one, he's able to pierce the fucking drywall with them. But number two, like, they're sturdy enough that, like, they can hold the body weight of a fucking human. Right. Like, I would buy it more if it was like Jason and a machete because a machete's fucking four foot long. Like you can put some depth into the fucking wall to hold it, but like I, I, I a fucking twelve inch kitchen knife. I like we're and we're probably not talking about the uh, like the cuisine art or whatever brand it was the Walmart special of the month. I mean, it, when you buy a legitimate set of kitchen knives, those things have some 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 oomph to them, right? But- you're not going to tell me that every single person who owns a kitchen set in this in this town has that like that quality, but they all apparently do because they all work the same way, right? Right. But again, like we're back to the supernatural freakish strength of a dude who, like, I'm sorry, I am six four, I am well over three hundred pounds. I could not grab, and even even like some of the smaller females that I know, and I mean we're we're talking like around the five foot mark. Around the 90 to 110 pounds and like lift them straight up against the wall and hold them there with one hand, with one hand, with like, especially like no shake, no quiver, no like burning, nothing. And then just hold them there and just slowly take a knife and just and into, into and through them and then into the drywall deep enough. That it not only is through them, but deep enough in the wall to hold them there. But Mike Myers does it. And again, he went from couldn't lift that arm to doing that with that arm. Yeah. This is where I come into the explanation. Like, I, I want the explanation of how can this dude get gang stomped and then take out the half the town? How can this dude, like, barely able to lift his arm, barely able to walk and survive? And now he's choke slamming people with one hand the way Kane never really could. As a wrestler reference for those playing the home game. <laughs> so this whole thing begins to unravel when you realize that there's other killings going on. But they're not Michael. Like Corey goes, well, number one, Corey eventually goes to the sewer where Michael is. And then Corey beats the shit like one on one, mono v e mono. Uh, just good old fisticuffs beats the shit out of Michael Myers in the fucking sewer and steals his mask. Like you just showed me like a weak crumbling Michael. And then two scenes later, he's picking up a woman well one handed and pinning her to the wall with a knife. And then the next scene, he's getting the shit kicked out of him by fucking Corey. Yeah. I'm like, can we like we're we're ping ponging back and forth between is he powerful? Is he not? Is he powerful? Is he not like, well, and like they set the tone for what could be a cool showdown where after he takes the mask and leaves, you see Michael do this undertaker style, like dead man rising sit up. We're just like from a flat back, just sits straight up and looks over his shoulder, like out the tunnel where Corey went. And you see Michael throughout the time that Corey's running around doing stuff like lurking in the shadows, but he never gets, he don't, he doesn't really get involved unless he needs to. So it's like, uh, what's going on here? And I, I even told you this after the fact, I will kind of get to this. 
but they kind of had something going there. And then like Corey kills a DJ, like a DJ who insulted him at the local radio station. He kills the, the four, four band, band geek and the four band geeks. Yeah. And like I, during that, I was like, uh, you know, stupid games, stupid prizes. Like the, the one kid was like, oh, like the, like the ringleader and his buddy. But like the two girls, like we're going to kill this guy. Like, look, bro, last time we saw you two, you're like, knock it off. This is stupid. Leave the dude alone. And now you're like, yeah, let's kill this guy. And I like, I like a typical horror movie trope. I called it like, as soon as I seen that douchebag, like with the drumstick, every fucking time he's twirling the drumstick, I was like, he's going to die by the fucking drumstick. And sure enough, he fucking takes the drumstick right through the fucking eye. Yep. Which again, uh, Corey did that. Yeah, that wasn't even Michael. So now can't op- like can't break through a locked glass door, but can drive a drumstick through someone's eye deep enough to get into their brain and kill them, which not an easy feat. Probably not as hard as you would think, uh, like just sitting there. No, like if somebody like d- like if somebody is struggling, somebody, like but if somebody's yeah. struggling bullshit and like yeah. and, and he did it quick, like there was no like fight scene or struggle. Like they found the kid like that two minutes after he's like, oh, I'm going to go like move the car or get the car or whatever right like whatever but so he kills the four band geeks and then he has this weird like he goes back to the house where the kid died and he sleeps on the floor on the dried blood stain because the the, like apparently and you may mention this like like these how like this house is gorgeous it's huge it's really nice you're telling me they're just they just let this house sit there and the only thing I think is like the family didn't like didn't want to sell the house. So like, you know, the the mom wanted to sell it, but the dad had to sign off on it. He wouldn't, but the mom couldn't live there anymore. Right. It was weird. Like it was a huge, beautiful house. Like how the fuck? Yeah. Because three, three stories like this is like three years after like the, the kid died. So how how is it that nobody has fucking like moved into this mansion like bullshit bullshit and and, and that's the thing like the only thing i could think ever really thinking on that is like the mom was like the mom got the house like she got to live there but the but you know dad's name was still on it so he, he would have to sign off on the sale and he didn't want to so mom moved out. Neither one of them could bear living there, bear the fact of living there, but neither one of them wanted like, but they didn't want to sell it either. So the house just like went abandoned or something. I don't know. But either way, he ends he like he he hallucinates this entire conversation with Lori about how like how Lori's like, I'm gonna kill you. Like you're not gonna be with my granddaughter, and I'm gonna kill you. At which point he then tells Lori, like, hey, let's get together tonight and leave. Like, let's get the hell out of was Haddonfield? Yeah. Like, let's get the hell out of here, get away from our pasts and go. And then he goes to kill Lori. Like, that's his last move. Like, the last thing he's doing is going to be kill Lori and then leave. And we see this whole thing, like, after the granddaughter gets in an argument, Lori is, like, feigning getting hammered and all this other stuff and then fakes her own suicide because she knows somehow miraculously the kid is coming after her, not Michael, the kid. And she whoops his ass. Like she shoots him like just three times, 
And so the kid's laying there suffering and her granddaughter walks in and sees this bloody scene of like, you know, she's been fed all these lies by, by Corey about how, you know, your grandma wants to kill me. She doesn't want us to be together, like everything else. And then she walks in the house to see Gam Gam with a fucking gat and her boyfriend bloody and bleeding out. No, this was this was after Lori shot him three times. He right. fell over the railing. He's laying on the floor. He was still alive. And then he stabbed himself in the fucking neck with the knife. Oh, right. And then and right. then Lori grabbed the she knife the out knife. of his neck. And that's when the fucking granddaughter walked in. Yeah. So. <laughs> granddaughter walks in Lori's got a bloody knife in her hand she's covered in blood and the, and the and the boyfriend's on the ground bleeding out and now Michael shows up like the real Michael with a real Michael Myers please stand up right and he does by walking in the house and snapping grabbing Corey's his mask neck, back and then snapping Corey's neck who's somehow still alive yeah despite the puncture yeah. in his you know three three like 44 magnums to uh, the that chest. Was a, that was a 357. Okay, so three 357s to the chest, over the railing, stabbed himself in the fucking neck. In the jugular. Yet, yeah, in the jugular, yet still alive that Michael put him out of his misery and snapped his neck. And okay. Then the fight scene ensues where Lori, who apparently is the pro of fighting Michael Myers because she's been doing it for so long somehow stands toe to toe with a guy who can choke a woman four feet off the ground with one hand, but loses fights to nerds and old women. Yeah. Ends up losing the fight, like ends up getting basically almost crucified to a kitchen table or an Island counter or whatever it was like, and like they like they kill him they they like they slit his throat they slit his wrists like and the cops show up and like there's just michael myers like a sacrificial lamb on the counter yeah and then then they fucking take him outside and strap him like a fucking deer to the roof of a car to the roof of her car or to, to like to the to the granddaughter's car and drive him through town so everyone in town can see it you're either in the parade or you're watching it they take him to the junkyard where he just where where Corey just killed four people yeah and they throw his ass and if you've ever seen these videos these videos are just so satisfying watch they're the big like muffin buster grinder shredders that you can literally throw anything in and they'll just eat it up and they throw him in there to be like, this is it. This is final. They basically made it so no, there will not be another Michael Myers, Laurie Stroud movie. Unless they remake it and start it from scratch again. Correct. But I don't know. Like overall, in in honor of the producers, if you were to give it, if you had five clicky clacky boards to give it, how many clicky clacky boards are you giving it? Two. I'd go three. I would say it was an I, I like. I'd say Honestly, it was an average movie. Depending on the day, like the more removed I am from watching it, the more I dislike it. So honestly, I'd probably give it about one and a half, two at most, if I'm in a good mood. Yeah, I, I, 
I would probably give it three. Like if we're talking horror genre, is there better? Yes. Is there worse? Absolutely. Um, I give yeah, it, but I give it more credit because the plot was actually really good in my opinion. It like, and I get why people who don't like it don't like it because there wasn't a whole lot of Michael Myers. There was almost no Michael Myers killing, and three kills. Like when we were counting down our top 10 or 15 14 whatever it was like you were surprised that michael myers was in second place with 10 kills behind jason and we both said that no or way, i i told no you yeah there's no way he doesn't end up number one after this movie and right there was because like the this current movie we're talking about was the only movie we didn't have the kill count for because we hadn't seen it yet so we're like there's no fucking way that michael doesn't take the number one spot after this movie and he had three kills, which moved him from 155 to 158. And he's still six kills, seven kills behind Jason. Like, what the fuck? Like, you told us this was the end of the Laurie Strode, Michael Myers saga. Like I said, it should have been an absolute bloodbath from the get go. Like, and I was honestly, I'm like, like I said, the more I'm removed from it, the more disappointed I am. Like the more time I have to think about what I watched, the more I'm like, why the fuck did they do it like this? Yeah, I like I said, I like it because the movie itself alone was good. If the plot sucked, like like if there wasn't a decent story to it, I would be right there with you. Um, you know, I don't have the 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 same level of affinity and love for the horror genre as you do. I like it. I like it. I enjoy it. I enjoy, you know, watching the movies, but I'm not the hardcore stickler about them that you are. Um, I so, mean, so you I, see my I, fucking shelf here. Like, yes, but, yeah, <laughs> what, but, that, but, but so like, that's why I get like, I gave it a three, you give it a one and a half to a two. So it's around a five. It's, it's one of the lowest, lowest scoring things. Uh, if it were on the producers would have been the lowest scoring thing ever. The one thing I wish they would have done, um, and we talked about this that night was you had a cool way to end the story, but keep the lore alive with this Corey thing. Like it would have been cool to see like, you know, like kills popping up and like, you know, you, you never really knowing whether it was Corey or Michael and like, kind of like Corey almost li- like, li- like living the double life or like even potentially having a psychic connection somehow after like, I mean, and you kind of played to it with that mind meld thing they did. Right. Mm-hmm. like and then all of a sudden you finally like, you do the final battle like michael goes hack and slashing through half the fucking town again and you finally get him you finally kill him and like but like you, you never knew the like you like you knew he had some weird connection to him but all of a sudden like michael dies they throw him to a thing and like you know fast forward a year later on the next halloween and all of a sudden like Lori gets killed by what looks like Michael Myers, but it's actually Corey. Like that, that would be cool. Like that would be like, like, like lead into some type of explaining things with some supernatural entity to it. Like something, something, yeah, something other than like, there's no reason that this dude gets gang beat and survives. And then like, can't lift an arm, but like, especially when he's, 61 in the 2018 like halloween and halloween kills like he's 61 years old at that point and then he's 65 in halloween ends right 
how the fuck is a 65 year old surviving any of that without some type of something keeping him going right yeah no i i agree and that, and that's that's really like i wish they would have done something like that um i really i wish they would have found a way to keep the like keep the lore going but you don't need michael myers and you don't need laurie stroud anymore and and really what's what's the point of there being so many of these movies of every single like movie killer out there is because they make money no matter how good or bad they are they like they they still make money right so the problem the problem with that is like you honestly you couldn't pass you couldn't pass the torch like if it's not michael myers under that fucking mask nobody's going to a fucking you know halloween without fucking michael myers like that's why halloween three season of the witch was fucking terrible and like originally john carpenter's theory was was he wanted to make the halloween series like an anthology series like he made the first two halloweens with michael myers he wasn't going to ever make another one like that was going to be the end of it and then he made halloween three which had nothing to do with michael myers because he wanted to make it more of like an anthology like every halloween it's going to be a different story different characters halloween three sucked nobody wanted a halloween movie without michael myers so he went back to making them with michael myers so like nobody's gonna go watch fucking halloween when the killer is Corey cunningham well but here's the thing that's why you like you can say that but like was there any explanation at all with halloween 3 why there was no michael myers or was it just a halloween without michael myers yeah, it wasn't even set in fucking Haddonfield. It had nothing to do. It was a completely separate story. Like John okay. Carpenter just made Halloween three season of the witch and just tried to make it its own fucking thing. And it was absolute trash. Right. So my point is, if you found a way to like change that, where like maybe that move, maybe this one ends with. Corey and the granddaughter riding off and leaving Haddonfield like they planned but she doesn't know that he's actually like call it possessed call it like whatever but also like you you can do the next one where all of a sudden here it is they're like it's a new town and killing start and it's a dude in a mask and like and you can play up a new lore and then tie it back in like oh fuck it's Corey like i like i, I think there would have been a great i i, I think there was a missed opportunity that's what I, that, like yeah that. in that regard yeah there there are ways they could have done it but also like i don't know i was just disappointed that movie wasn't a complete bloodbath from the get-go especially with how halloween kills started with like it was just it was just so honestly like there wasn't it was honestly boring like honestly there wasn't enough kills like <laughs> From the, standpoint, from the standpoint of it being a Halloween movie, yes, I agree. From a like watching it as a stand, like like it's a it's a movie. I, no, I don't. It, it like to to some extent, I think overly gory takes away from it. I do agree that it could have been more, but but like, it's like especially with how how Halloween Kills started. That movie started with such a bloody massacre that people tried to get it canceled because well people try to get it canceled because it was a bloody massacre of fucking firemen but it didn't matter it was a bloody massacre but like 
it didn't need to be that, but it should have been more than what it was. But again, as a standalone movie, I'm not saying like, oh, I wanted it to be a bloodbath and it wasn't, so it sucked. Like, if you like watching it, standing it alone, I'm good with it. Like I said, I think they missed it. I think they missed some opportunities, but I don't think it was terrible. That's just me. I just like just all encompassed. Like there, there wasn't enough kills. There wasn't. There was barely any Michael. Like honestly, if you had, if I rewatched it, I would actually like have a stopwatch to like time the amount of screen time that Michael Myers actually had. I guarantee you, he had less than fifteen minutes of screen time in the entire movie. Yeah, I I agree with that too. Like I'm sorry, like it, the movie is Halloween, not Corey Cunningham. Like it, Michael Myers is the most iconic character. Like, how do you gonna how are you gonna have him in his final fucking movie for 15 minutes? I think it would have been. In, I think it would be. It would be interesting to see if like they release like an extended cut to see if there's like bigger things that could have made it better that were cut for time. But who knows? Maybe. But uh, this was fun, man. This was fun, a fun way to, I mean, you know, end up the Halloween season this year with only doing the two week lead in like we, uh, you know, cut it down by more than six weeks this year from last year. And, uh, you know, it was a good time. It was, you know, it was nice to sit down and watch a movie with you. I know usually we do uh, like either either Thursday night football on Thursdays. Last week we watched Halloween. This Thursday we're uh, reviewing Halloween. So, yeah. Oh, shit. There's Thursday night football on tonight in there. Yeah. Last I saw the. uh the bucks were up 10 to three, but yeah, well, whatever. Uh, Oh no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Ravens turned that around. Uh, yeah. Ravens are up 24 to 13 with and, five and, left in the fourth. And they're on the three going in. So they're probably kicking a field goal here. Uh, <laughs> not, not to pull a page from any of your sports shows, but you see the, uh, the news about, uh, Giselle's ultimatum. I did. Basically, Giselle told him, all right, I'll drop all this divorce stuff if you walk away from the game right now. Yeah, and then somebody in somebody in the media asked if he was going to play sport, if he was going to play into his uh, into his 50s. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I don't I don't think there's any chance in hell Tom Brady retires halfway through the year. There's just not. But honestly, it might be better for him and fucking everyone if he does, because the Bucks are fucking terrible right now yeah i just don't think that's who brady is i mean talk about tarnishing a legacy you walk in the middle of a season when you're not necessarily out of it you can still win your division that tarnishes a lot but yeah i don't know i'm pretty sure we are well north of an hour here so uh that's gonna wrap it up here for us on common debauchery rg thanks for uh staying up late with me here again on on a thursday this is not late man yeah i'm well aware it's late for me now okay i'm an adult (laughs) grow up uh comment about you part of the bicbp radio network www.bicbp-radio.com like follow share subscribe fi- subscribe find us on facebook just type in comment about you we're the only thing that pops up i promise we designed it that way and all that being said i am the nightmare and i'm rotten jack and this has been common debauchery, common debauchery.